This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, The Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the all love. No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh-huh. Podcast. Uh-huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Hey. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. What's going on? What's we in going? the building. We are here. It's going down. We out here. I'm the yeah. king. Now, where my crown? Hey, what's Sorry. going on, everybody? Um, how's how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I took a little nap before coming here, which is, you know, productive. Yeah. So I'm slightly more awake than I would have been otherwise. Um, I'm recovering from a nasty um stomach bug yep. that I had uh, earlier uh, this week. Not a thrill. Would not recommend. Um, I did lose three pounds, so like plus. But the way I lost it is a definite minus. There's definitely better ways to do that. There's definitely better ways to lose three pounds. Much less painful, less life-altering ways to lose three pounds. But, um, you know. I was thinking of, like, it's thought about right now. I was just, like, having just, like, a hype song to, like, as an intro. Okay. I'm playing the whole thing just a little bit. Okay. And everything. So do you have something? You know, the song I was playing before. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play it again. Okay. So All this right. Is, this is Royce the 5'9", Black Savage. It's my hype song for right now. Yes, Mark, to the Mark is Royce the Five Nine, the allegory. He's been playing that album like to the death. To the death. All right. So this is Black Savage. We want to get into this just a little bit, just so just so you know what's going on. Just understand. So you know the vibes. Yeah. Yeah. This is. Yes. Yeah. So that's how it goes. Yeah. Please just get into the vibes. Into the vibes. You hear this? Into the vibes. You hear this? Yeah, I ain't your average rapper residing in Calabasas Mashing the Aston from Malagasy and Madagascar I don't believe in your white Jesus and last suppers I place value on brothers who never had justice yeah. I am the black savage, Holly informing his eye fighting for black magic yeah. Rifles and flak jackets, mama <laughs> was suicidal okay. Papa Marcus had bad I habits, I'm so hyped survival <laughs> So hyped, black Sabbath. Hopping about the shot, Pac, Biggie, Machiavelli OG like Nasa Reggie, culture like Antibelli Vogel like Akinelli, focus like Dr. Sebi did it your way, but now the culture is bopping to Austin. I'm limitless energy. They give us an image like Kendrick Cole and the Kennedy's lyrical holy trinity. General of the city, they end up promoting silly beef. Keeping it willy deep. Wheezy only a milli beat. Dream chasing, facing the enemy like my meat. Tyler Perry writing my winning speech like it's Emmy week. Heart of gold, never sold my soul glow. Weighs a ton. Hope telling Lori Harvey no with Rock Nation brunch. I don't like that. He don't even know. What? Was he at the bar? Don't even be knowing. You gotta tell me. Gotta tell me. Who thought we'd be fighting all alone? I just, I just give my hype. We get a little hype intro every time. Just get right into it. L propagandas. L propagandas. L propagandas. And I don't have time for any of it. Okay. No time for any of it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I have to once again apologize because. I got everybody sick. 
Yes. <laughs> this every it's Mark's fault. Yes. Everybody got sick. Um everybody got sick. I apologize. Um yes. I don't know if everybody's seen the new um all of no fear website, all of yes. no fear PCAST. Yes, we've got new website up there in these streets. Yeah, all of much no more fear sleeker. PCAST. Much I said much more sleeker. I speak better English than that. Much sleeker design, thanks yeah. to the hubs. Yes. Mark. Our website is up. Yes. Our it's up. um our Bonafide Lyrics Marketing website is new, and yes. we have a store, which is store.theblm. We have all these things that are yes. new, fresh. You know, I wanted style. to wear the T-shirts today. Um, I I'm, forgot. I'm going to wear them next Saturday. Okay. You know, next Saturday is right. Yes, next, next Saturday. Saturday is our My Love is Fearless book discussion series. Yes, part one. Part one. Yes. Part one. We're talking about chapter one of the book, Jay-Z Made in America. Mm-hmm. And speaking of why I'm so hyped. Yes. Guess what happened? Today. <laughs> so today, Michael Eric Dyson, like writer status, of said book, liked my status. Liked on Instagram <laughs> the post about the discussion. And it basically means that it's the greatest event ever. It's all Yes, that's like all literally. <laughs> like if the author of the book is co-signing how popping this is about to be, like come on. Yes. Get in the building. All it means is it's going to be the greatest event ever. Yes, that's RSVP. <laughs> RSVP. It's on it's which website is it on? Is it on the BLM? The BLM.com slash events. The BLM.com slash events. Go right there right now. RSVP for this event. Um it's gonna be so 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 good. Yeah. Um we're gonna talk about stuff. Yeah. We're gonna have a great conversation. It's gonna be great it's conversation, be, great vibes. It's only gonna be part one. Yes, and this is only part one. Um, I'm going to try to get some... Uh, and Michael Eric Dyson said it's lit, so... <laughs> and I'm going to try to get some uh, someone to record some things in there. Yes. So we have have historic notion yes. of it. Yes, yes, um, absolutely. Just do what we can. Like, Word. This is, this is, I guess, is this our official first event as a as a company? I guess so. Because I've done other events, but like not officially. This, is, this isn't like our ho- us hosting. So yeah, this is actually our first hosting event. Oh, all right. Okay. So, well, all right, look at us. Right, look at us. Look at us. High five. Woo! Look at us. Doing, Doing big, big things. things. Doing big things. Big things. Aguande. So please come on. Um, once again. Come on down. I, I want to shout out to the people who listen to us right now. Yes, On our website, yes. on Spotify, yes. on mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, which I'm not sure how it's affected. Because like, if you know Apple Podcasts, we're going to figure it out. Because <laughs> something's going on with it before, but we'll figure it out. Okay. Um, it, we're on Stitcher and Podbean, though. Yes, we are. Um, We're on... Did we say Google Pod, Google Podcast, Google Play? Yeah, Google Podcast. We're, we're on there. Spotify. We're on Spotify. We're on all those. We're, um, Himalaya. Himalayas. Yeah, we're, we're, we're in a lot of... Um, places. We're yeah. places. I, it's just, I, I got to figure out what's going on with Apple. What was Apple? What happened with them? What they do? They always playing games. What happened? Because um, I, I, I looked this week and it looked like there was something happening and I was like, I don't I don't even have an Apple, so I don't even know what's going on here. Yeah. Can, um, can y'all just talk to your people? Me is muy confused. Can y'all Apple people talk to your, talk to your people? Yeah, because I'm not. I can't relate to the struggle <laughs> of what is going on. Yeah, you make, you're making this hard. Truly, honestly, because we created, we we started a new. We're on under a new hosting thing, so I changed it. But now Apple's like everyone else is like, oh, what's cool? It's, this free works. Apple's like, I don't know. What? I don't know about your feed. Yeah, I'm like Apple. <laughs> I'm like, come, Apple on, come on, guys. Come on. Well, you know they late and tired with everything. So maybe in like three years the feed will work. All tea, all shade to the Apple Apple users. <laughs> y'all can say whatever y'all want. Y'all stuff stay late, tired, yeah. disengaged, dis, discombobulated. Just it's just always a no, you know. Yeah. I want y'all to be better, but y'all choose that life. Pero te, that's you. That's you, papi. That's you. You never turned it on. Okay. Uh, Mark never turned the camera on, so. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time I thought it was on. I'm like, nah, it's a dub. 
It's a hold up. But I guess we're going to move on in our lives. Yes. No whole episode for this one. No, definitely not. Um, so I wanted to come up with something for this, uh, love it or lose it. Uh, but of course we didn't think about anything. So, um, I arrived at fruits. Okay. Like actual fruits. Love it or lose it. Fruit edition. Fruit edition. Fruit edition. Let's go. So the four fruits on the chopping block are, have we ever done a fruits one before? Mm. Not that I can recall. Possibly, maybe. I don't. We've we've done a lot of episodes. We've done a few. Yeah, um, the fruits on the chopping block. <laughs> this is very possible. Strawberries. Okay. Mangoes. Okay. Pomegranates. Okay. Pineapples. Okay. I knew you were gonna say pineapple somewhere. I was like, when, you pine- don't know anything. I was like, where's the pineapple coming? You don't know anything. You might so strawberry, business. mango, pineapple, pomegranate. Yes. Which of those four would you love? Which of those four would you lose? And I guess we'll start with the losers. Let me write down what I just said because you think I remember? So, yes, yeah, strawberries. I think of fruits in three and in, in kind of in three Mango. categories. Uh-huh. Um, when I eat it as it is, when mm-hmm. I drink it, and how is it flavoring other things? Okay. All right. All right. That's, that's, that's a perspective. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Think, it makes sense. So if I'm doing it based off like those three kind of categories, I'm mm-hmm. the one I'm going to lose is strawberries. Okay. Out of those. Go on. Um, I think Explain I, your answer. Um, Show your work. <laughs> I like eating strawberries. Mm-hmm. Eating strawberries is cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like drinking strawberries. Like, Are there strawberry drinks? Not by itself, but mixed with something else. Okay. Um, I don't enjoy strawberry, strawberry kiwi drinks either. So, yeah, and, but I don't even know. If those are but even like mm. strawberry, like um, smoothies, is just like the little seeds are annoying. Uh huh. Gotcha. Um, strawberry flavored stuff sometimes it's good, but sometimes it's too sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, out of out of those out of those flavors, I think every I think the other flavors they have they they have possibility of being a lot less sweeter. Yeah. And like too, not as much. Okay. Okay. Strawberries kind of like a ah, flavor sometimes. Gotcha. Like, ah. Not okay. The people didn't need that. I apologize. You don't know. You might I, need it. I know. Pretty sure. Okay. Gonna go out on a limb here and, and assume it for everybody. Um, I actually didn't have a choice when I picked these four. I legit just went on Google and picked list of fruits and just picked the first four that I saw. <laughs> Because I couldn't think of any. I was like, I didn't want to choose obvious ones because, like, I know you don't like bananas. So, like, that's, I'm not going to put that on there. That's easy. That is correct. Um, <laughs> so, I was like, what are some What are some fruits? What are some ge- general fruits? So, I just, like, went on Google and legit called out the first couple that I saw. Um, so, when I first thought about, when I first put this up, I didn't have, like, a choice. But, like, after hearing you talk about this and the, the lens through which you, you judge, um, I think my choice is mango to lose yes okay if it's not the type of mango that we get from barbados yeah yeah you're you're, you're, man, you're mango bougie yes and what about it no no i'm, I'm not saying it's wrong no no i just i just want to know for anybody who has something to say this listen and what about it <laughs> i am mango bougie yes i am yeah um because because it's so i guess i your, your point is because it's so streamlined what you liked 
you'll lose it because it's not. Yeah. Like most, the type most, of, most likely it won't be what you want. Yeah. Like the type of mango that people make mango things with typically in this country is not the type of mango that I like. Correct. At all. Um, it's just I don't I don't like these mangoes that y'all be buying. The red ones. Those red ones. Those no. orangey red ones. I hate those mangoes with all my heart. Um, they're, I just don't like the texture of them. I don't like how they smell. I don't like anything about them. Um, the small yellow ones, I don't know what those mangoes are called. I don't know what species of mango those are, but I want them. Those are the mangoes that I enjoy. That's I will I will eat anything made out of those mangoes. Uh, you, you don't you don't want a Florida mango. I don't want a Florida mango. Whatever the yellow, I'm looking it up right now. Whatever the yellow one is that they have in Barbados, and one of my Bayesian people can give me the tea. Um, I think it is. Ak- Adolfo, Adolfo, Adolfo mango. It's also called the Mexico mango. Like this, these yellow, these small yellow ones. You know, Charlie, I know you're talking. No, I know. These these mangoes are life. <laughs> like growing up in Barbados, they had one of these mango trees by my house, and I used to go over there and get my whole life eat those mangoes till the cow come home. Those mangoes, I can bang with. These these Florida mangoes, y'all can keep. So uh, if we're talking Florida mango in this in the in the case of this uh, love to lose it, mango gotta go. Okay, I I can understand. I don't like based it. off of how you chose it. I don't like it. Like I I've never eaten a mango flavored anything and thought, oh, that's delicious. Yeah, you don't do mango flavored drinks. I don't like mango flavored drinks. I don't like when people put it in, like if it's in like a like I've had like an alcoholic beverage like a mango like margarita or something like that. But it's like they usually have other things in there mm-hmm. to kind of like suck up the mango flavor a little bit because mango is kind of mild but I uh, yeah I, I, like, I don't I, enjoy it I like a mango iced tea though you do and I'm just like I do okay I know hmm, I don't want it no <laughs> no thank you <laughs> no 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 I don't you, like you don't it. like the mango syrup I don't like mango I, whatever it is y'all can keep it I don't want yeah, it yeah I understand it I got you I don't want it so love it love it what's your love it probably pineapple okay or close, close second pomegranate. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't think I've really had a pomegranate as a fruit too, mm-hmm. like recently. Okay. When we used to get it for like our, because I, I used to make um, I haven't done any of these things in a while. We've been, we've been, life has changed. Yeah, life but I, used, I used to like get pomegranate, buy the pomegranates, get the seeds, and make pomegranate lemonade. Yes, which and that, is delicious. And, which and it was, it was, it was annoying to make. Honestly. Yes, it was because you have like to, crush you, up. You have, to, you have to like cut it open. You gotta get all, all the seeds, seeds out. out. <laughs> you gotta crush them up with the juice mm. and everything. Like, you gotta calcium crush it and put that in and then have the lemonade. Mix. It was a lot of work. Yes, it was a very involved process. Um, but pomegranate lemonade is good. Like, pomegranate, I think, is good. It's just, it's just, it's just, the fruit is difficult. Yes. And I think that's, that's what kind of <laughs> compromises it against the pineapple. Word. It's difficult to do. And sometimes I like the, um, the twang of the, the pineapple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the pineapple guy has, has the little bite it has. I think I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I I think I like um. So in terms of mixing with cranberry, I think I like the pineapple cranberry more than the pineapple than the pomegranate cranberry. Mm. Because I think the cranberry and pomegranate, they're both subtle. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 the delicious. pomegranate I think is a little sweeter, so it kind of helps. Yeah, it helps helps cancel it. the tang. But pineapple gives a yeah, yeah. Pi- the, pineapple gives a punch. Yeah, yes. To the um, pomegranate gives a little pomegranate's a nice like undertone. Yeah, pineapple's like bow. We in here. Yeah, 
So I, I like pineapple a little more than pomegranate for that reason. Okay. Um, I think my love it out of these is going to be strawberries. Okay. Why? Because, well, I like to eat strawberries just raw. Um, I like strawberries also because they're good for baking. Um, like I've made a number of like strawberry compotes that I've used to like um, make the strawberry swirl in cheesecake and um, in like strawberry like shortcakes. I love a strawberry shortcake. I love a fresh strawberry in a in a nicely baked piece of cake with some cream. Like it's just it's really an, an awesome you, filling. You, you buy strawberries every week, so I figure you're gonna. Pick yeah, I I love me a strawberry. I do. Like they're so versatile. Um, I, I love to have them on a fruit salad. I love to have them blended into a smoothie or something like they're just, they're just a multi-purpose fruit and they're full of fiber and like, they just, they're really good. They're really, really good. I just really enjoy strawberries. Like they're, it's my favorite fruit to kind of like bake with. Like other fruits, it's a little more challenging. Like I've done like cranberry and um cranberry orange muffins and scones yeah. and stuff like that like cram like that's annoying trying to like <laughs> shuck a cranberry like that's just <laughs> like you just want to jump out of a window um i, I think i chose pineapple because if it's a fruit salad i like the pineapple i always go for the pineapple i do enjoy a pineapple though i will never not eat a pineapple like yeah. i'll i'll always go oh they got pineapple in the fruit salad say less Put some pineapple on there. Put some pineapple on there. But it's like pineapple is not something I'm particularly interested in, like, cooking with. I guess if you're thinking about terms of cooking. Or u- using it in other food areas outside of just, like, eating it as a piece of fruit or it being mixed into a drink. Like, I'm just not. Like, like for Avery's birthday when we had that cake and it was pineapple filling, I was like, it goes with the theme. But, like, I would ordinarily never want a piece of cake that has <laughs> pineapple. a pineapple filling. Like, for what? Like, what, what you, to do what? what? To do what? Although I do enjoy a pineapple uh, fruity, I do. Yes, I do. It's it's delightful. Honestly, it's good. It's very good. It's very very good. But yeah, I think strawberries is my uh, is my number one. Okay. Yeah. I'm marking. All of this is just to be said. People eat your fruits and vegetables because coronavirus is out there. Stay healthy. Guard your immune system. That was a weird transition. No, I'm just saying. I just want people to know <laughs> that it's important to eat your fruits and vegetables so that you you can protect yourself against these diseases that are out here. Just okay. saying. Just trying to help people. Okay. I don't know why you're such a such a hater. I'm a hater? Yeah. I don't think I'm a hater. Well, most haters don't think they're haters. Oh, that's, that's what it is. here we are. Okay. Who knew no? that's what it was? Who knew? Who knew? I did. I just told you. You did? I did. Bananas. Bananas, Christine. You don't even like bananas. I don't. You are I'm, correct. Which I plays what, into I don't even know what. I don't even know why you would say something like that. <laughs> because I don't like bananas. That's why I said it. All right. All right. Let's move on, people. Away from the fruits. Um, um, once again, any questions, email us at allofnofearpcast at gmail.com. So it's Um Also, once again, register at our website, allofnofearpcast.com. Yes. You can register. And yes. You automatically get updates every time we update to a new podcast. Yes. Every time we put up a new episode, you will hear about it immediately. Immediately. Word. To um, big bird. Word. Um, let's go right into our topic. Yes. Our topic for today. Let's talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about things. I'm trying to remember what it was when I said. <laughs> so the topic was, um, does compatibility, how much does compatibility matter? Yes. Is, is that what, That's it was? what it was? Okay, Correct. great. Yes. So um, this this is kind of 
where it came from. Um, Chris, Kristen watches the show. Uh, what's it called? Love is Blind, Love which is we're going to get into in more detail yeah. a little later. Um, and there's like a lot of shows, 90 Day Fiance. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot, there's a lot of shows. In terms Married of, at First Sight. Mar- like, there's, like, there's a lot of shows that talk about marriage and everything. And the concept that I guess that they're trying to go with is that number one, of course, is to make money off entertainment. <laughs> but number That's two, for sure, because we we will watch a show like that. Yes, but number two, I guess, is that like it doesn't matter in terms of time mm-hmm. um, with how long you're with somebody. It depends on if you're going to be with that person or not. The problem, the problem that um, I always have with the shows is compatibility. Um, it's hard to find out how compatible you are with somebody quickly, mm-hmm. because compatibility, in my mind, comes with how do you handle certain situations. Okay. How do you how do you handle um, being in dire straits? How do you handle problems in your family? Mm-hmm. How do you handle um, how you how are you around your family with your spouse? Mm-hmm. How are you around your friends with your spouse? Um, and all that comes with time. Mm-hmm. All that comes with time. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you handle when things are going well? Mm-hmm. When things are going very well, like how do you how do you um, interact with that? Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 a little little small things that can be potentially become bigger things <laughs> with um, relationships that people don't factor in. A lot because a lot of times when people think about relationships, they just think about how do I feel about this person and what do I think about this person and everything, and that's mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to longevity, is how things are handled, how how you interact with the outside. Mm-hmm. It's not as much as how you interact with each other. Okay, that's 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 an interesting perspective. I don't think, like when we think of compatibility, I don't think that's how we always view it. I don't think we dive that deep into it um, in general. So I do think that that's that's kind of interesting, um, an interesting perspective. Um, I I like what you said about you know how you, how it also factors in. Like, how do you react in certain situations? Like, what's the situation? Because um, on the Love is Blind show, there was a, a, a scenario where one of the couples, um, one of the couples, they went to meet the man's family. And I guess the man's family, I guess I can say the name. If you haven't watched the show by now, I'm spoiling it. So fast forward here. Um, so Barnett, and Amber went to meet his family. And I guess his family is a lot more conservative. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just, you know, they're they're just real. You know, I don't I don't know if they were church going. I don't remember. But they were just very conservative people. Like, Correct. they didn't really drink a lot. Like, they were just real low key, you know, whatever. Very, very, just very conservative. And Amber is not. Amber is absolute, like, just. Trailer park, turn up, white girl. Um, she's very pretty, very nice girl. It seems like, but she just was like the opposite of like what his family is, and so um, that was one of the challenges, I guess, during this whole like experiment on Love Is Blind, is to see how what it looks like, what your relationship looks like when it stands up against your partner being with your family, and it was really interesting to see like 
how different like Barnett was when he was with his family. Cause like on the show and in the pods and with um Amber, like he just comes off as like, you know, a, a, a little F boyish, but like a kind of just, you know, broy type of guy who's like, you know, he's a, he's he seems like he's a fun person to be around and, you know, just seems like a good time. But like when he got around his family, it was like he was sort of self editing um and trying to like fit more into their more conservative vibe but like amber was being the her that she was when he's being the regular him yeah and so the vibe was kind of weird because the family was kind of looking like what's up with this chick why is she acting like this and it's like in that moment it kind of looked like i don't know if this relationship is gonna work because when he's with you he's one person but when he's with his family he's more like them than the person he is with you and it's like, how how do you as the as the outsider navigate that? Like, do you try to do what he's doing and blend in with them, or do you try to get him to just be more himself with that? Like, you you as the outsider are kind of in like an awkward position, and it like, are you really compatible as a couple if if your partner is switching up when they get around their family, like? How does that work? Like, how do you feel about that as the person, like, watching that? You know what I mean? Correct. So, like, I, when I saw that, I was kind of like, I don't know if they're going to get married. Because, like, it seems like his family, this is how they all are. Like, not just his parents, but, like, even his siblings who were, like, youngish were all the same way. It seemed like he's kind of the outlier in ter- in terms of behavior. So I was just kind of like, mm, I don't know. I don't know about this. And then there was another couple on the show, um, Janina and Damien, I want to say is the guy's name. And they had a whole argument at one of the at one of the events that they were at on the show, because, like, I guess he's one of those people who, like, lets awkward comments just kind of sit there because he thinks it's funny. And she's not. And so she was like, this is this is one of my issues. It's social situations with you because I feel like in social situations you act like this and and it turns into a whole argument. And it's just like I didn't think about that as a thing, but it's like that that matters, too. It's like, yeah, we can have a great vibe together. But like when we go out in public with people, like how you how do you act? Correct. Like that (laughs) that, that matters. Like and and that's what I said, like a lot of times because like I've, I've seen it many times where like. When when we when we see a couple couples and everything, mm-hmm. and we see people acting crazy, like why are they people acting wild? And in my mind, I'm like they probably don't act like they're probably act very well together. They probably mm-hmm. everything, but how these how these people on um, different individuals act to the outside mm-hmm. might be annoying to one or the other, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. it has been something that has to be dealt with. Yeah, I'm not saying these are all reasons to not be with somebody, mm-hmm. but I am saying that things like this are things you have to factor in. Absolutely, absolutely. And like how, like I said, and, and these these are the things where like meeting somebody and then marrying them won't get that. This is what this show will not will not find. Would not find. You will you will have you, to you, figure you, that out while you, you won't find it out till after you get engaged. Yeah, basically. You, yeah, because like all, all, all you're doing is talking about how you all are. Right. And and it's not and I don't think and it's, it's all in very controlled environments. Correct. And and I don't think it's even has to do with like one person lying mm-hmm. as much as. 
like the person just might think it's normal for them. Right, right. And like, so it's not like they're like, oh, I tricked you. But it's just this person, and this is normally what they think how things should go. Right. So they're, they're not thinking, or, and they also think that everybody else does the same thing. Right. Well, a lot of people live in a bubble that everybody, especially in relationships, mm-hmm. there is a set of rules that everybody feels like everybody should follow. Mm-hmm. That only they know about, right, right. <laughs> Which is like what we talked about a couple of weeks ago yeah. with the whole thing with con- with contacting your partner or your friend's partners. Like, there are some people who are like, you absolutely should never do it, correct. But like, there are people who don't feel that way at all. Yeah, like it's not a universal thing. Like, people have set certain rules about how relationships, how mm-hmm. marriages, and how stuff will go, and not everybody feels the same way about absolutely. how it is. And and sometimes it's people don't know how to verbalize that because they don't know that other people mm-hmm. feel differently on certain things. Yeah. And you, you don't know how that works right. until things happen. Mm-hmm. Until you're in the relationship. Like, oh, okay, this is, this, is, um, this is how they feel about this. Sir. Right. right here. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, it, yeah, I, I think that it even if you're spending time with a person like every day for six weeks, that's still... People are too layered. Like, there's not enough time yeah. to like peel back every single layer and figure it out. And a lot of times, people don't know certain things about themselves until they're placed in the situation Correct. Correct. to be like, "Oh, well, this this is my reaction," or "This is because you can imagine in your mind how you would react in a certain situation, but until you're placed there, you have no idea what you're going to do. So it's like I can talk to you like every day for 16 hours a day for six weeks. But like, there's just some things you can't tell me because you don't know. Correct. And it's like, I'm not going to know if I have a problem with it until I'm in that situation with you. Correct. And then I'm like, oh, I don't like how you reacted to that at all. Correct. And then it's like, okay. And then I felt like too, because of how quickly everything moved with the show, it was like, there really was no time to dissect a lot of like Correct. The things that may have come up, like you saw like a couple of like little tiffs. And I mean, yeah, there's editing. So who knows what other conversations may have happened behind the scenes. But I still feel like there was a lot that these people didn't like tackle before they made it down the aisle. Like, I feel like the love is blind was not so much about falling in love with someone you've never met, but like really falling in love with the person you don't actually know for real, for real. Correct. And, like, and, and like you're you're, it, it, you're, you're willfully like, going into the situation being blind to your actual knowledge of the person. And it, it goes with that um, conversation about what's better, how it was before or how it is now in terms of relationships. Because mm-hmm. before people used to get married earlier mm-hmm. and everything. They used to get married. And so and people felt like, all right, I'm married, so I'll deal with it. I'll work with this. Yeah. I'll work with what I, where I'm at mm-hmm. versus. Um, I'm not sure what's right first before I get married. Let me check it out first. And it, it's that it's that conversation like which what which way is the right way. Um, um and <laughs> it's 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 because it's, it's like on one hand, the conversation is oh we get married early so that any problems come up like people get married like sixteen seventy years old wouldn't do it wouldn't recommend no and but but and they're like all right but whatever problems come up we will just figure it out because we're married and we don't do, believe in divorce so we'll figure it out as we go along. And because we're stuck in this, we, we're forced to figure it out. Um, on the on the other hand, um, let's try to. Um, one mind, another mindset is we'll try to figure it out before we even get married. If we can't figure it out, then we won't get married. 
Um, so, but it's it's um. There are potential positives for both strategies. Correct, and I I think that's that's kind of, it's kind of like that that um that constant conversation that that is had about that, and yeah. that, that kind of pleases. And I think and I think the um, Love Is Blind ninety day fiance is is showing that, and of, of course in a very dramatic, <laughs> excessive <laughs> because it's different. for entertainment. Correct, but it, I think it's kind of combating that. I think that's where the, where the the concept of it first came from. Probably was from that mindset that because we um some of us we do have like parents who are like oh we got married within real quick. Like I think my parents' first date and the day and the day they got married was the same year. Yeah, it was like what their three fir- four months. Yeah, their fir- their first date and their day they got married was all the same year. Yeah. And a lot of people um, from my parents' generation were like that. Mm-hmm. They got married within like the same year that they um, met. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I get like I just I can't imagine it. Like I'm like, go forward and prosper. And for many of them, it seems to have worked out. But I'm just like the thought of doing something like that's like that in this day and age, like absolutely not. Like I just can't like. But 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 people got too many skeletons in their closet. They just I just need I just need to for correct. the things to fall out before I just jump into something with you. But but also. But like at the same time, your parents were like eighteen, nineteen. They didn't have no skeletons. They didn't have no closet. There was nothing going on. I'm not like I just know that it it's and, and, it's and, and, more plausible at a younger like at thirty four. I I if I was not married, I'm not marrying no guy after three months. Correct. I don't know you. You could have correct. like six baby mamas. And a wife that live across, like <laughs> across town. I'm but, to, but, I got to do full investigation. But, but that, that 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 plays into why they they feel like they did it that time. They're like, mm-hmm. all right, we're gonna get married before anything goes crazy. Yeah, <laughs> let's get married now. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but but to also say that like it's worked out for them is not always true either. No, <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, a, a lot of times that hasn't. Yes, like I mean, a lot of times it's just like it, like people just the stay for the purpose of the marriage, but it was un- unhealthy. Right, and I mean, and I'm not saying that you know there are there are plenty of those types of couples who have like prospered through the years. They've grown in love, like you know they're doing great. They're happy. Of course, there are others who weren't so happy. Um, others of who may still be married. Some may have gotten divorced at this point. Um, you know. It's gone a variety of ways Correct. for for people. But I think that there is something to be said about, well, you know, well, we're married. We're kind of forced to figure it out. Correct. It, it More so than if we were just dating, because then it would be like, all right, bye. So it's more it, it becomes more of um, we're growing as we're going. Mm-hmm. We're growing together as we go. Like, OK, we're growing together. We're figuring it out as we go. Yeah. And growing together and everything. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Um, I think the other thing that kind of stood out to me about this show is that some of these couples got the opportunity to really see what they were getting into when it came to, like, what their partner is like, and then others didn't. Because I guess for some of them, they didn't meet the families because mm-hmm. for whatever reason, the families didn't want to be involved. Maybe they didn't want to be on camera Maybe they didn't agree with what their child, I guess, was doing. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, I don't, I guess I can spoil it. Some of them didn't get married. And I think part of it was that they didn't get to kind of see the other person in their element with their people. Correct. So it's like, 
well, I don't really know what what you really look like outside of the confines of this experiment, really. Correct. Because there was one couple who I think the guy met her family, but she didn't meet his. And they were just kind of like, eh, we're not doing it, girl, nah. So it's just kind of like her view of him was very limited. And, I mean, I think ultimately he was the one that chose not to marry her because she was crazy. But that's neither here nor there. But I just think, you know, she wasn't operating with a full scope of of who he is, what his background is, where he came from, what his whole deal is when he had a, when he had the opposite, when he got to meet her people and kind of get an understanding of her. So I, I just I just I just think it's interesting, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's very interesting. Um, but these things definitely do um, matter a lot for sure. Like, because I think when you see how people act in certain situations, it makes you kind of take a step back and, uh, question if what they've been showing you up to this point lines up with how they behaved in this situation. Cause like, let's say you going out with somebody and they seem like a real cool, calm, nice, just real chill individual. And then they're in a situation where, you know, somebody, you know, bumps them in a crowded area or something like that. And next thing you know, they're pulling out guns and threatening people. You got to you gotta ask some questions. Like, Correct. I've never seen this person before. What's up? What Correct. brought this person out? Correct. Because what you've been showing me all this time is this. Which, now you in, out here brandishing in weapons. In the confines of, uh, like, it, <laughs> right. like it's, it's hard. Like, the, what's the, up? the reality is it's hard to determine someone's crazy. Yes. So, so quickly. Yes. Yes. And it takes a while for it to jump out. Correct. And this and this show is not a bunch of eighteen and seventeen year olds. Right. No. It's a bunch of grown adults yes. who have who have years of experiences. Yes. And their own things that they that they're dealing with mm-hmm. that has that has impacted their lives. Absolutely. One hundred percent. And they're they're like so that that that's going to come out certain ways. Absolutely. One hundred percent. So it's just like okay. I don't know if I would do it, but I guess you guys can have fun. Be great, guys. Um, I want to. I I personally feel like I want to know. I want to know all the things before I jump into something. Yeah, which 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 is fine. <laughs> which, which, which is which is agreeable. But like, I I think this kind of plays into like oh, I guess for anybody who's who's single. I guess we have single listeners. We know people that are single. <laughs> they're they're out there in the streets. Not everyone's married. I mean, yeah, single people. Uh, are out there. Until you're married, you're single. So I mean, valid. I'll know. take it. They're singles. They're out there. Yeah, but like, yeah, just com- compatibility. A lot of times, just deals with how you handle certain situations. How you are. It's not. It's not only how you interact together, but how you interact outside. Absolutely. O- outside of those confines, how do you interact? Like I said. Reason why I said not only when we go through bad things, we go through good things, because some people act different when they have more. Mm-hmm. That's true too. Um, That's true too. Not only when they have less. Um, some people act different when they like they lose a job, mm-hmm. but also some people act different when they get a great job. Yeah. <laughs> they'll they'll switch up on you now that they're rich. Sorry. I don't know why you said it like that. I don't know. That's just how it it felt. Yeah. Like that's how I heard the thought in my head. So that's how I had to come out. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. So it's like it just it's just things you want to like think about. Mm-hmm. On terms of, and th- this is outside, of course, the normal financial situation, their finances, how they manage money, mm-hmm. 
Like this is all outside of those those regular questions. But mm-hmm. they should be regular questions that should be happening. Yeah. <laughs> about, for sure. Um how, kids and it's like those are the regular questions. This is just outside of that. Mm-hmm. Cuz those questions still have to do with how y'all two interact mm-hmm. together. But I, the the meat a lot of times are those things is how y'all interact when things outside affect it. Mm. Cuz you you cuz it's, it's not y'all two secluded in a, in a space. No. Y'all in a world. Yes. In with a world other, with people. Billions of other people. So you you're going to interact with other people. And so you have to figure out how how that how that applies. Right, like that's just as important as your personal um, together interactions. Work for sure. All right. Um, anything else on this? Nah, nah. Okay, nah, that's it. That's all I had. Let's right. move on with moving uh, along. Artist So, our artist spotlight for the first episode of March, also known as Women's History Month, is Shalea. She um, is an American singer, songwriter, and pianist. She is an amazing singer. I think I found her again from the They Have the Range page and also from um, Terrell Grice, who does the song associations um, on YouTube, I think he's on. Um, So, Shalea, she uh, is actually mentored by Stevie Wonder who I love like if any if you want to know something about me Stevie Wonder like I stan Stevie Wonder stan him like for life stan um and I just think he's amazing so Stevie is mentoring her so she is like giving us just realness because Stevie's been at this for what five decades giving us life all the time yes so um chalet is mentored by stevie and she's a protege of quincy jones so she is just greatness greatness um she is uh about to be in the um biopic the the clark sisters biopic uh first ladies of gospel i think is coming out in april on lifetime she's going to be playing dorinda clark cole and if you know the clark sisters dorinda is beastly people talk about karen all the time but dorinda gets down with those vocals too okay um so what's her name uh shalea i was about to say i was about to say it wrong i was like that's not that lady's name um shalea has been out here um just gaining acclaim um she's been performing all over the world um people first kind of noticed her for real for real um back when she um uh, did a cover of Whitney Houston songs back in 2012 after Whitney Houston died and she did such a great job that people started reaching out to her um, she's done several tributes um, she has sang for the Obamas um, she sang on the title on one of the tracks on the Jumping the Broom um, movie soundtrack and I brought that up because I just watched um, Jumping the Broom the other day love that movie um, so she's just she's just a bomb she's she sings down. I I live for her. So let's get into Shalea, and the song is uh I don't remember the name. I'm sure it's you. I'm sure it's you. The wedding song. Yes. Let's get into it. Word. It's just the. Where you should be 
such a beautiful song like just go listen to her like acapella sing like this girl can sing 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 like she is just oh gosh she gives me life she gives me life um she's done like some christmas stuff like just go on her youtube and just go on the internet and find her she's out here she sings um she's got a couple albums out um the last one she put out was last year um pretty world a tribute to alan and marilyn bergman so you know, just go find her out there. She's out there in the streets. She's on title. Word into her. Um, so yeah, moving on from our artist spotlight. What is up this week in random? Yes. So random um, week of randomness. I kind of wanted to talk about your thoughts on this coronavirus. So the most recent news I've heard is that there's one confirmed death in Washington State, and they're saying up to 1,500 people infected, um, which is alarming. Um, okay. So I'm kind of wondering, like, what 
what your thoughts are on this whole thing. Like, are people overreacting? Because I've seen different thoughts on the internet. Like, people are like, nah, this is a hoax. People are hyping it up. It's not even that serious. Then I've seen people being like, oh, my God, it's Armageddon. Like, I've I've seen people vacillating between yeah, the, the, those are, those the are two, two wrong extremes. No, the two extremes. I'm just like, I, I don't. I don't I don't know if I'm on either either one of these sides. Can we meet somewhere in the middle possibly about this? Um I, and it's so much misinformation out there. It's just like I don't know what to believe. Uh I believe it's it's alarming. That, um I believe that it's not I believe once again that America knew about for um knew about the actual virus for a while because like I said it's on a lot of different things but Mm -hmm. but, um, in terms of the coronavirus Mm -hmm. I believe that if as many people I believe America would not let people know if it was if it was excessive amount of people being affected if they knew that they unless they really know they can't contain it yeah because because they know that they can't say someone in New York City has it. Yeah. Because it will be straight pandemonium. Correct. Pandemonium. And so and, I remember and, when they were like saying lot, they thought of, somebody in Queens might have people was like, hold on. Hold and, on now. And like, what do you mean? And a lot of times their objective is to quell pandemonium before, other than quell the virus. Which is responsible. You don't want to. You won't want to have a full blown panic going on if you're not a hundred percent sure what's going on, or you still feel like. You can you can contain the situation. I, I get that on a management level. Yeah, but I'm also like, uh, this is alarming, guys. Yeah. That this uh, this disease is is so prevalent. It's it's really so, and the fact that like it's so, it seems to be so prevalent, and the response is like, wash your hands and cough into your elbow. I'm like, guys, um, because because this, what what, what it I, seems a little inadequate what, for the way that y'all are what I've gathered y'all are making from, the sound. What I gather from the actual scientists is like, if you treat it like a regular flu, you should be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning, don't um, cough into what you do. Go to the doctor if it gets if you do that. Um, people don't know really know what the symptoms are. Mm-hmm. That, that's what the problem is. Also, people think like, oh, my head hurting, maybe corona, mm. like. Like what 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 I've gathered is, it's flu-like symptoms, mm-hmm. but the key point of it is shortness of breath. Mm-hmm. That is like a key factor of it. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you have a fever and you're feeling sick and everything, it's not just that. Mm-hmm. It's also that and shortness of breath mm-hmm. because the coronavirus is something that attaches to your lungs. Yes. So yes. the the That's what the, I the breathing. The issue with breathing is the big thing. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why um, they like people were getting masks, but they mm. do they, it's stop getting masks. Yeah. <laughs> a, you're draining the supply from the people because I heard on the news this week that the suppliers who are making the masks are like back ordered by like 290, some crazy number I heard because pe- so many people are buying them up and, and, buy, even, and buying the wrong ones and buying the wrong ones. First of all, ha- some check to make sure that this mask that you're getting can actually fit you fit you because if it doesn't fit you right then the coronavirus is going to get all up and through there anyway um second of all um there are people who actually need these masks like in countries in the world where their health care is not as advanced like 
we we here in America, I'm not saying we don't need the mask, but like let's not over dramatize it like we do everything else and go and buy up like thirty thousand masks. Yeah. When there are people in other places who don't have the same levels of um of uh what's the word I'm looking for? Like I don't want to say cleanliness, that's not the right word, but don't have the same standards when it comes to certain stuff that we do and so like the disease is more aggressive in those places because they need the mask too yeah they, they said the best the only reason why you should have the mask is to prevent yourself from, from touching passing your it face to, you have to prevent yourself from touching your face yeah that is the main reason why you do mm-hmm. it. like that that is it because any, any other reason is not do anything no it's so, really not so, which is also the reason why they kept saying wash your hands wash your hands because like it can because yeah. people like will touch their face, and that's really how it gets to them, mm-hmm. to them a lot of times. Yeah, and especially if you're like me, who takes the New York City subway every day, like you don't want to touch things, but you have to. And you know, it's it's. Uh, I've seen some really nasty things on the subway in my day. And 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 but but that's that's the reason why I said if it was in New York City, they wouldn't tell people. Because oh, absolutely they, not. Because like pandemonium. Because people touch everything. Yes, like it's impossible. It's possible to not touch everything. It's impossible. Like so, like if if something happens, so like I know that if it was there, they will wait until like they can't hold it anymore before they would say something. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> just stay safe out there, everybody. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Please. Just just stay safe. That's all I can say. Stay safe, please. Please, we beg of you. We beg. So um, in election news, and I feel like we're going to end up talking about this election for the entire year because, my God, everybody else is. Um, (laughs) And as much as I wanted to avoid it, uh, here we are. Um, This is what we're doing. So uh, it looks like Joe Biden finally won a primary because I was just like, if he don't win this South Carolina primary, he's going to have to bow well, it's because it looks crazy, bro. Like he he put all his eggs in that one because he kept he kept he kept saying like, no, if I don't if I don't win this, I, I I'm gonna win this because the black people like me. The black people like me. I'm like, all right. <laughs> he um, just kept saying it, so he was like, so if if he didn't win, people were like you lied. Yeah, <laughs> you lied. Yeah. Um. So the results for the the, the, the reality is this was the first caucus that black people wore. Mostly in, honestly. Yes, yes. To, to, to be honest. Because, <laughs> yes, because this South Carolina South Carolina actually has a, a pretty sizable population of black people. Yeah, the other ones did not. The other ones did not. <laughs> so, so, um, so yeah. I, to, to be honest. Yeah, to, TBH. <laughs> TBH. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's true. It's a fact. Um, so, Joe Biden got 35 of the delegates. Bernie Sanders got the other 13. And the rest was zeros down the board. Um, Cory Booker's still in the race? No. Why he even on this list? This is crazy. I don't know. He's, he's done. I thought he was canceled too. So speaking of um, candidates, did y'all see Tom Steyer on, sta- on stage with Juvenile? Last week we told you that Back That A Up came out 21 years ago. And Juvenile was down there at CIAA or something performing it. And Tom Steyer and his wife was on the stage singing along and dancing along and I was just like if they kids don't come get their mama and daddy off the people like what are you doing okay. like I people gotta stop should... pandering for the black vote this way like stop. this ain't it sis stop. this ain't it stop. like you look stop. crazy don't get me wrong when I hear dun 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 when I hear it like I know what time it is but I don't know if you know what time it is cause it ain't for you it's fresh. so I don't know like y'all get just a, be looking crazy and it's just get away from us like just please leave us alone please we beg 
We beg. Please don't do this. Us, us, oh. We don't want it. And it makes me it makes me more upset when we black don't people want like it. this. Well, at least they're around. They're, they're coming. To, I was like, they're just pandering. My they're guy. Pandering you for books. They don't, Hut it out. They don't care about you. Hut it out. <laughs> they like, don't nah. care. Now, if y'all like y'all dragged Hillary for hot sauce, we can drag them for this foolishness because we didn't like it. They don't care about us. We don't they're need just it here for the votes. We don't need it. They're not. They don't. They're just. They're saying whatever they need to say to get votes. They yes. don't care. We just like don't want it. They we is say, fine. They will say whatever they need to say. Basically, like Bloomberg is like pulling it all out. He's like, I'm gonna say whatever I need to say. I'm gonna get as many black people on this TV as I can to say. I'm gonna say that, he, that, he that is, I'm great. And this and this is why it's insane. This is why the whole thing is crazy to me, because black people, black a black candidate could never, could never, they could never. Barack, be, I'm sure black, Barack Obama wanted to walk out to a Jay Z record mad times, but like, you know what he had to do? Not that Barack Obama, because people would never. Barack Obama could never pander to black people. They had a never. They they had a whole like they damn near impeached the man for wearing a tan suit runtime. Yeah. Like that was a scandal for like two weeks. I was like, like seriously. Black, a tan suit, guys. A, a black candidate could never just go hard with like black candidate. It could, he, he, they could never because like there was like this mm, racism. Yeah, like a black candidate couldn't even be seen at a damn juvenile concert. Yeah, like they, they like much less be on stage with a microphone. It's so and also, juvenile. Why you had that man up there with a microphone for what? What are you doing? It's, what are you doing? It's the whole, the whole thing. It's, it's just it's so frustrating. Jesus be offense. Help, Lord. Help. In other news, it's just it's funny. Like, if you ever have a bunch of candidates on on stage and talking about um, and you try to like, you know, like one of those um, subway tiles when you like the word they say the most. Mm-hmm. Anytime you have a minority candidate, they will never see black that much. Every other candidate will say black so much. That word black <laughs> say so much. Like, Even Donald Trump says black. So I'm like, oh my I'm like, can you just can we just, not? Can we not it. though? Leave, I don't want it. Slum. Don't talk to us. Don't talk, Please, don't leave, talk to us. We, we good over here. Just leave us alone. We didn't ask for nothing. We don't <laughs> just, want. We just don't leave want, us alone. <laughs> we don't want to be a part of whatever it is you got going on. Just leave us out of it. You do I'm you just, over there. Just over it. And we'll do us over here. I'm sorry. Continue. No, it's fine. I'm with you. Um, it looks like Pete Buttigieg may be bowing out of the race. Um, that's what the streets are saying. The Washington Post uh, put this up about, what is this now? Oh, an hour and a half ago. Um, that he is ending his campaign, um, which is coming in as a surprise because he did win the Iowa caucus and he came in second in New Hampshire. Um, I guess it comes. Yeah. And I guess ahead of Super Tuesday, which is coming up this Tuesday, I guess he felt like his campaign felt like it might not be. He had the least amount of money, and th- and that's why like, it might he, not be a vibe. It might not happen for you, bro. And, and that's what he was trying to say on mm-hmm. the stage mm-hmm. when there was like, "You have all these millionaires." He was like, "Yo, but I don't got no money though." Right. <laughs> I'm just trying to right. get some money. I, y'all have money. I don't have money. Yes, and I, I think just, I just want help. <laughs> yeah, and I think ultimately, <laughs> I just want help. Ultimately, the black people just don't see it for him. No. And I think his campaign has come to the realization that he's never going to get the black vote. Like, we're never going to see it for him. He's tried too hard. It's precious. He, he did not try hard enough. He did not get on stage with Juvenile. He, he, he could, he could <laughs> have he tried harder. He could have took it a step further. He could have launched it a notch. Okay? He could have been on stage with Juvenile. He, he didn't even do that. <laughs> he, did not try, he did not try his hardest. That's all I'm saying. Um, not going to miss him because um, I just kind of felt like, all right, girl. Okay. Whatever. He, he could have been on like he, he could have been on stage doing chopper style 
Chop a style, chop, chop, chop a style, chop a style, chop, chop. You look. I I would have judged him, but I may have gotten my life a little bit watching it, depending on depending on how it went. To be honest, because you know sometimes yeah. there's some giggles that can be had. <laughs> like I'm just trying to ima- I'm just trying to imagine him. I don't I don't see him doing it. Doing chop a style. I don't see it. Chop a style, chop, chop, chop a style. But you know what? <laughs> Watch, watch him mess around and know all the words too. Yeah. You know what? So let me let me not be a judger. Let me not. Oh yeah, assume. like he's gonna do what? He's gonna just, just clap. Yeah. On the one <laughs> and the three or the, or the two and yeah. the four? Which one? Which it's never clap? one and three, Chris. Huh? It's never the one and three. I, to you, everybody ain't able. Okay. Okay. Everybody's not able. I've, right. I've seen it with let's, my eyes. Let's move on. Um. <laughs> so let's move on. There were some movie um previews that came out. Uh. This week, um, the Candyman one came out. I watched it without sound, um, <laughs> mostly because I was in bed and it was like at night, and I didn't want to turn the sound on and disturb Mark, and I couldn't find my headphones. But also, when I heard what the sound was, I also don't want to listen to it. So you're, it's fine. you're with song to do, right? Yes, say my name, mm-hmm. and I'm like, nah, I'm good. I don't want them to ruin that song for me. <laughs> I because they ruined. I got five on it for me. I don't want to. Jordan Bill ruined it for you. Yeah, he he just every time I hear that song, I think I see the us like preview in my head. <laughs> so I don't want to listen to say my name because I like that song. So I don't want to listen to that now with the Candyman in the back of my head. I don't want to do that. It, it looks good, honestly. It looks like it looks really good. I hope you and your friends have a good time seeing it because I won't be attending. <laughs> I'm fine. It looks really good. I I I might I might go go see the movie. Okay, sounds. I hope you have a good time. Yeah. Um. What are your thoughts on it? Like it, it, look, it looks interesting. It, it, it looks like a good story. Okay. Um, it it looks like a different story. It, it, it's not just like a remake with okay. black people. It looks mm-hmm. like a, a different story. Okay. So it looks like it'll, it'll be interesting. I'm always down for or a Jordan Peele thriller. He does do a good job with those thrillers. I'm, I'm always down for it. I I I appreciate what he does. I may buy a ticket. Um, and not go. <laughs> and not go because you know I want to support a black man. But I, not, not gonna look at it. I don't listen. I can't. It's just the stress levels are high. Um, I'm the type of person that like dreams vividly and may dream about it, and I just, I just don't want to be alarmed. You know, um, I just know my limits in life, and that might not be what I need to do. So yeah, I'm a well, pass. Speaking of movies, so the trailer for Trolls World Tour came on. Trolls. Trolls World Tour, aka Trolls Two, which we didn't now, ask for, by the way. Just well, when just, I say we, I mean just, me and just, Mark. Just didn't ask just for. Just to it. start on a positive. Mm-hmm. I do support that the scissors on the on the soundtrack. Okay. Um, I support that George Clinton has a big part of it. Okay. Um, and stuff like that. So I I appreciate that. Yes, black people out here in these streets. Yes. I am. S- I'm so annoyed, <laughs> so annoyed, <laughs> and you might say I'm over dramatic, but there's a reason why I'm, I'm annoyed because, like, so the concept of the movie is that the trolls, I guess, started off with six different strings, is what they're trying to say, mm-hmm. and it's the six different music that came around. And when you think of six different music, you're like, all right, so this is supposed to be like the foundation mm-hmm. of all the other music and everything. And you can tell, number one, there are no black people in the writing room. 
plot twist. Because, like, I feel like, I feel like the the issue that I have with it is that number one, they don't account for so many other non-white factors of music mm-hmm. that have such a big impact. Number two, they this is one of those another thing where they, people downplay hip hop, and like I hate when um they do that and they've they've been doing this for years and it, it kind of drives me crazy mm-hmm. and like if you're not a hip hop it probably doesn't bother you as much but I feel as if a lot of times what people do is like wouldn't it be funny if we did hip hop <laughs> instead of cho- using it as a actual art form mm. so it's not like it's not like oh this is an art form let's try to do it the right way we're like oh it would be funny if we did hip hop so it, it came it becomes a caricature of what it is and like the six, the six, um, the six types of music that they said was the foundation was classical, mm-hmm. country, technical, techno, pop, country. Wait, is it country, classical, techno, pop, funk, funk, and hard and rock? Mm-hmm. And I guess funk is for us. <laughs> funk, sure. funk, funk is for the black yeah, people. Yeah, we'll the black George, 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 George Clinton. I mean, we deserve at least another two or three out of there, but we ain't going to yeah. get into all that today. But even if you don't give it to us, you could have put a merengue, you could have put a dancehall, you could have put... Like, there were so, so many other there's options. There's so many other options of just so not, many. of just like trying to attack other dance um, song genres of b- big names that could have been there to show that other art forms are important mm-hmm. and not just those that focus strictly on white Americans. El facto. <laughs> And so, like, like that that bothered me. And then, like, halfway through the trailer, I guess, like, one of the funny, I guess, the comedic trolls, it's like, he's very glittery. I think in the first one, he, like, yes. he like used to fart glitter and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. He had a baby, and, like, he was like, oh, it's hip-hop. And it was like... Yeah, I saw that, and I was like... And it was, like, the biggest caricature of hip-hop ever. And I, nice. hate, I hate caricatures of hip-hop. Hated it. It bothers me a lot. Hated it. And it's a true art form. It's the foundation of all the music we have out now. <laughs> yes. It's so, the foundation of our culture, so put some respect on it. And so, like, I, 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 it bothers me a lot. When the they, disrespect. When, when they, when, when how they treat hip-hop sometimes. Or a lot more, many times. Like, won't, won't it be funny how, how if you had hip-hop? I feel like that's, that's, that's how the conversation It went. wouldn't. Actually, it wouldn't. And so, like, stuff like that bothers me. Yeah, I don't like it. So I'm probably not going to see that movie just because I'm like, oh, it looked like y'all on, y'all on some Fulu Wang on today, and I don't want to be a part of it. Leave just, me. Just all I do is just just care, just care about our gener- our our kids for once. That's all. That's what I'm saying. Because I won't be taking Avery to see that foolishness. No, I won't. <laughs> all no, right. No, I um, what's, won't. What's next on the docket? What's next on the docket? What's next on the docket? I think uh, Oprah. So Oprah has been doing a tour out in these streets. Um, it's some type of wellness health meditation tour okay. i wish i knew the actual name of it wellness um, health meditation tour no okay it's oprah's 2020 vision tour and it's in partnership with weight watchers so like that's where the health part comes in and she talks a lot about balance and uh all this stuff um and uh while she was talking can about we, can we have a conversation about how oprah is just not creative with names but it's oprah so she do what she wants 
Can you have that conversation? No. Okay. We cool. sure can. We cool. sure can if you want to. Because <laughs> like twenty twenty vision has been every church's every church's uh, and every human being I knows uh, uh, theme for twenty twenty. Everybody's like, talk about twenty twenty vision. But like most of her like themes and most of the things that she creates or themes and stuff like that, it be it be it be basic, but it be Oprah, so people let it let it slide. So it's basic. Yeah, Not basic. Basic. It's basic. Yeah, basic. You gotta class it up a little bit. Cause she be like, she be choosing things, and it be, it be some boring things. But like, it's it's over. Like it's not. So like, when you're like, her, I guess you can be basic. You you you, you, you do basic things. Basic. And like people, basic. Like, people act like it's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, hundred percent. Um, kudos to her for you know taking taking basic to the next level. Um, so she's she's had this tour going and she stopped in various cities. Um, she was in New York, I think, last month, and she was in uh, California and some other parts around the country um, the last couple of weeks. So she was somewhere. Um, I forget where she was speaking. And she was talking about balance and she was like walking across the stage like speakers usually do. And she suddenly took a tumble and... It went viral. Um, some of the things that people said were hilarious. Um, people said that that was Michael Jackson pushing her for making the Finding Neverland documentary. And my God, that made me laugh. Um, it wasn't, but it made me laugh. Um, people said it was, you know, the ancestors pushing her for all the foolishness that she's done to black people over the years, all the way she's tried black people. Why, why, why does the headline say for Fox News, Oprah Winfrey falls on stage while talking about balance? <laughs> because she was talking about balance and then she fell. <laughs> that is actually an accurate headline of what happened. Um, I'm not going to lie. When I first saw it, I laughed and then I felt bad for laughing because I was like, dang. Oprah is like in her 60s. Like she can't be. Fall- and it looked like one of them falls where it was like, oh, my God, what is happening? Like it was not an anticipated <laughs> fall. It was just. I hope she's all right. I hope she's okay because you know you just when you get to a certain age you can't be falling. But like it just black people play too much. Y'all get on the internet and play entirely too much. But some of y'all did make me laugh, and I feel bad for laughing, especially during Lent. I shouldn't have laughed at that, but I did. Jesus will forgive me. I hope for laughing while she took a tumble. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was this Love Is Blind finale. So we talked about this at the top of the show. So Love Is Blind, it's this Netflix series. Um, there are 10 episodes out and it basically follows and chronicles the lives of, I think it was five or six couples who, um, meet in this social experiment where they talk to each other for like a week behind like closed doors. Then they agree to get married. They meet each other. They leave, they go on a vacation together, then they leave the vacation, come back and live together up until the day of their wedding. And I think this all takes place in like a month. Um, So basically the couples on this show um, were Janina and uh, Damien, Lauren and Cameron, Kenny and Kelly, Carlton and Diamond, Amber and Barnett, and uh, what's that lady's name? Jessica and Mark. So the show chronicles these couples. Carlton and Diamond, they were the only black couple. They didn't make it. Um, The reason they didn't make it is because... um, Carlton is bisexual and didn't tell Diamond before she agreed to marry him. And I felt like she had a very... I I, I think you saw the episode. Based off of what he was saying, I think he's pansexual, but I get what you're saying. Whatever. 
anyone who pansexual, this is FYI. What um the I know people who don't care about this. They're like, can you stop with the different ones? But pansexual, their 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 mindset is, um, they don't date people based off gender at all. They they, they say like, I just like that person's energy, and like their 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 version is like, I am attracted to the energy of a person. Regardless of what they identify as, I just I'm attracted to the energy of that person, mm-hmm. and so wh- whoever that person looks like, they are they just attracted to them, right? And that's kind of like how he was offering it, but right? People who ha- don't have that mindset, who who don't who don't um think about that or don't subscribe to that, would probably have a lot of resistance right. to it if yeah. you've heard it, if yes. you've never heard it before. And I don't think her issue was first of all. The way he worded it was like, "Oh, I've dated, I've dated people of both genders in the past." Correct, correct. To which she was like, "Okay, what do you mean?" And he went on to explain what Mark just explained is, you know, his attraction to, you know, people's spirit aura, whatever you want to call it, regardless of their gender. And I felt like her response was actually good. She was like, "Okay, I need a moment to think about this." And, like, he kind of broke down crying and was like, and she was comforting him while he was crying. Then she went her way. He went his. They came back together the next day to kind of talk about it. And he basically blew up at her, called her the B word, told her her wig was raggedy, which it was. Won't, Won't argue with him there. But it was just like, but she didn't reject you immediately. She didn't say, you know what, I'm not with all of that. I'm out of here. She was like, I need to think about what you said. Because the whole time you were in those pods, you knew this and you didn't say anything. You waited until she agreed to marry you to finally say something. It was like, I didn't like the way he approached it. I felt like he was trying to to make it like it was like almost like he had practiced the argument in his head. And he was acting out his part of the argument without listening to anything to that part. she was saying. Because yeah. she was not saying anything wrong. She was like, I love you. I want to kind of like figure this out and come to a middle ground. And he just was not hearing any of it. Yeah. I, I, what he heard was, you're disgusting to me. And he like just went off. And I'm just like, bro, yeah, like I, you're wrong. I, I, I think, I think you're what, wrong. I think what you told me about, I, I didn't see that, but you told me about it. And I, I think the mindset for it, from me, I think with him was, he's been rejected so much. Like that's what he expected. So he expects certain. So like, right. he, he was, he's not ready. He's not going to be ready to get married until he figures that out himself. Right. Mm-hmm. He figures out how to approach it and not let him because, like, it, he, he's he hasn't handled that himself, right? Internally mm-hmm. on how on like how like previous breakups have affected him, mm-hmm. so it's hard for him to be open enough, right? Because he was else. like, nobody else ever had a problem with it. I'm like, but like an episode ago, you said that people rejected you because of it. Correct. So obviously, somebody did have a problem with it. Correct. And this girl actually was like. She, she was really genuinely yeah. trying to understand she, she, he, he, what he, he was saying. He was he was waiting for the resistance, right? And she was he, like not doing that at all. Correct. He was waiting for the resistance. So like any form of resistance, other than anything outside of full acceptance, mm-hmm. he was he was going, he was had right. a, a and lot I'm of like, pushback. but I feel like you. She had every right to be like, I he, have he, some he, questions. He, but he, he was he wasn't listening. Right. He wasn't listening. I feel yeah. like she had every right to be like, I have some questions. I don't understand because you said because you say he he watched it later and was yeah like, okay. he, like because, he. He watched it, and then there's a young lady I follow on um, social media who um, who said, um, 
that he she wrote a post about it. He saw the post and got in contact with her. And he said that, you know, he spoke to Diamond since the filming. Because one thing I didn't realize is this show was filmed in 2018. So these people were keeping this secret for like a whole year. Yeah. Um, but um, he said he reached out to Diamond and he apologized or whatever, which I appreciated. But I'm just like, you did not need to like black out on that lady like that. Because it was like so unnecessary. Correct. Like it didn't make any sense. And it was... And, and, but I, I, what it I, what, wasn't what, like she... What was, I will say is, what I will say is, being rude or anything. She was actually approaching it very maturely, very much like you know. I just want to kind of understand what you're saying to me because, like, I feel like we really got to know each other in this pod situation, and I don't understand why that's not something you would have shared with me in that moment. Like, why did you feel like you couldn't tell me that then? Like, why are you telling me this now? Correct. Which, which is, which also plays into now, outside of that reason. She, her reason could also just be, I don't like, based on our conversation, how he interact, how he responded yeah. to things going wrong. Yes. So his his response to blowing up is not a healthy way. Of right. Because like, anyway, so, so even, even outside of that part, we can just say it's not healthy mm-hmm. for someone to blow up and everything. So like that, that, that will kind of respond to everything else. Basically. Because like, she probably was like not about talking to him because mm-hmm. of how he responded less than that whole situation. Yeah. He probably in his mind was like, oh, he, he like, but she was probably like, no, how you responded. I don't want to be with somebody who responds like that. Right. When, when, when I'm trying to figure things out. Right. Yeah, exactly. To get, so, exactly. So, which, which, which is a compatibility issue. Yeah. It's a compatibility, I agree with you. It's, it's I agree a, with it's you. a compatibility issue. Yeah. Cause I feel like if he had responded differently and they were able to have a conversation, like normal people, like it might have ended up differently, but yeah, the way he responded, she was like, nah, I'm good on the whole thing. And this other blogger I follow on social media, she mentioned that they had like a, a cast party or something like that for the finale. And like those two stayed away from each other the whole night. They were not at all together in the room because I guess it's just disrespectful. So anyway, um, these couples, um, go through this whole process and at the end decide if they want to get married or not. So Carlton and Diamond, they they left like, what, episode four? So they didn't make it to nobody's altar. Um, the couples that were left um, were um, Kenny and Kelly. And I'm going to be honest, I forgot about Kenny and Kelly for half that half that show because I was like, oh, they're just over there. There was this cute little couple. They seemed to vibe in every other way, but like Kelly was like not interested in having sex with Kenny and uh, basically, Kelly was like, he's not my type. He's not my type. Because I guess she liked, like, dark-haired guys. And this guy had, like, blondish, brownish hair. And, you know, she just seemed like she's the type that doesn't pick good men. Like, even her family said it. Like, you never pick good guys. Like, this guy that she met on this show was actually the first guy the family liked. And, like, you know, she just she just was never really into him. But, like, I guess she kind of made him feel like it. And then, like, at the altar, she kind of was like, yeah, I can't get married to you. And even the way he handled it was, like, super graceful. And even her, her mom was like, oh, my God, I love this guy. But she done ran off to go be with her ex or whatever. I don't know. She's dumb. Um, she's really, really dumb. Then um, the ones I mentioned before, Janina and Damien. Um, Damien's, like, slightly gaslighty. Um, but Janina's also, like, basket case crazy. Um, like she just be flipping out out of nowhere and it's just like, sis, you got to relax. But like he kind of pokes and prods too. 
to get a reaction out of her, they're unhealthy. I don't think they should be together. They didn't get married. Um, the couple that, uh, and then um, shockingly, not shockingly, but you know, Amber and Barnett, who I mentioned before, they got married. Um, I was kind of like, I didn't think he was going to marry her because of how his family reacted to her. But I guess he was like, man, bump them. Because I guess he feels like his family doesn't really accept him the way he is. So maybe he just said bump them. The couple that we were rooting for um, was the black girl, Lauren, and uh, the white guy, um, Cameron. They got married. They're super cute. Loved it. I was like, if they didn't get married, I was going to have to be like in some serious therapy because like I was rooting for them for that couple. Like I knew Lauren, like Lauren was just so sweet and so like energetic and so bright. Like all, I feel like all the black people that were watching the show were rooting for for Lauren and Cameron to get married. And they're so cute. And Cameron was just like, sis, I'm trying to I'm trying to marry you, sis. And Lauren was like, I don't know, you know, but she wasn't like skeptical for stupid reasons. Like she was skeptical because she was like, okay. Logically, six weeks ago, I was single. Now I'm about to marry somebody. What the hell? Um, totally valid fear. Totally valid. Like everything that she was bringing up as a concern about why she was like on the fence or unsure was valid. Like her parents seemed like normal people. Like it was a good vibe. I was really, really glad to see them get married. And, you know, it's just it's just nice to see a woman getting loved on by a man that just wants to drink her bath water. Because Cameron drinks the bath water. I promise you. Every day and twice on Sundays, he drinks her bath water because he he's just I I hope she never leaves him because that obsession that that love may turn into crazy obsession. He may be stalking her. But um, yeah, they were really cute, really cute couples seem really into each other. Um, the couple that everybody like hated slash pitied Jessica and Mark. So Jessica was 34, a hard 34 because that drinking will get you. Um, and Mark was 24. And Mark seemed like a really nice, like, you know, mature guy, really in touch with his feelings, whatever, whatever. And Jessica just was not feeling him at all. Jessica initially wanted Barnett, but Barnett chose Amber. So Jessica spent like half the show, like chasing after Barnett and making making um, slick comments about Amber the whole time. Um, And basically like just kept making every excuse in the book for why she couldn't marry Mark. And I was and we all kept screaming at the TV like, Mark, she don't want you. She don't want you. Leave her. She don't want you. But Mark kept going. So, you know, that's kind of how that went. So she ended up not marrying him. But he should have known when she walked in with no wedding gown, with a wedding, a plain wedding gown, no flowers, no veil. She wasn't marrying nobody. I'm convinced that she was a paid actress and Mark had to be. Because there's no way Mark did not see all those signs. Like she kept making excuses about um, the age difference. And she kept like, well, what if we have kids when I'm 36? Then you'll be 26. And then when that kid turns 18, you'll be 54 and I'll be 64. And then it was just like, girl, what? What does this have to do with anything? Like, if you love the man and you want to be with him, then you'll just, you'll figure it out, sis. Like, people with big age differences get married all the time. And then the part that didn't make any sense was like, the guy that you really wanted, quote unquote, Barnett, was only three years older than Mark. So you still had an age gap. So this conversation didn't make any sense. You just didn't want to admit that you weren't attracted to Mark because he was shorter than you thought. And he just wasn't your type. But you just wanted to stay on the television. So you wasted everybody's time. If I was Mark or Mark's mama or Mark's sister, I'd have tripped her as she walked out the aisle because you're not going to play my brother like that. You're not. My brother's a nice man. You're not going to play him like that. Um, but she was like literally the character that everybody on the show, hate, everybody that watched the show hated because she was the worst. She was like, oh, just one of them sloppy drunks who just, just does too much. 
Like, she's just, ugh, she's the worst. But they're having a reunion on March 5th. I can't wait to see it. I'll be waiting with bated breath to watch this reunion. This was a good show. Whatever, Whoever came up with this conflict, compl- concept over at Netflix, kudos. Give them a raise because this was some good content. We watched it did some good stuff over here on this television. It was good. It was really, really good. Um, I may have spoiled it, but if you haven't watched it yet, go watch it. It's pretty freaking entertaining. If nothing else, if you've got nothing else to do, go watch Love is Blind on Netflix. You'll be entertained. Word. Word. Um, I think um, we're going to wrap it up with our Women's History Month Spotlight. So last month we did Black History Month Spotlight. And I'm like, uh, March is Women's History Month. And so I'm going to do a Women's History Spotlight. So this Women's History Spotlight for this week will be the Clark Sisters. Um, they are an American gospel vocal group consisting of five sisters, um, Jackie Clark Chisholm, Denise Clark Bradford, Albernita Twinkie Clark, Dorinda Clark Cole, and Karen Clark Sheard. Um, the ones you've probably heard of, uh, of the group are Karen, Dorinda, and Twinkie. Um, Twinkie is the one who plays the piano, if you don't know. She's the one that usually plays piano with them. Um, They are considered to be the first group to make gospel music mainstream and to kind of be like the the, the forebearers of what um, contemporary gospel music looks like and sound like. Um, Some of the songs that they um, have made very popular that you may know about um, is My Living in Vain, um, Living, You Brought the Sunshine, um, Endow Me, Pure Gold. Like, they've got several, several hits. Um, they have won three Grammy Awards and have sold uh, 16 albums and uh, are the highest-selling female gospel group in history. Um, so there are five sisters, like I said, um, and their mother um, and kind of choral director was uh, Maddie Moss Clark. Uh, she's uh, well-known in the gospel world, Um as a musician and choir director. Um, they're also related to Jay Moss, the gospel singer. Um, they're cousins, I believe. So kind of, you know, interesting fun fact. Um, they were born and raised in Detroit. And um, they all began singing together at an early age. And by the 60s, they were out and about performing at church services um, with songs written and arranged by their mother, um, Dr. Maddie Moss Clark. Um the, a few years after they got on the road, the mother turned over like creative control of the group to Twinkie, um, the one, like I said, who plays the piano. So she went on to write, arrange, conduct, and produce a lot of the Clark Sisters music. Um, they released uh, their first album in 1973, um, and they continued to release some more albums in the 70s and in the 80s. Um they continued, you know, throughout the 80s, early 90s um, to release music. Um, they started in the 90s to uh, go on and break out as solo artists. Um, so Karen put out an album in uh, 1997, a solo album. Dorinda put one out in 2002. Um, Jackie put one out in 05. Um Twinkie was, you know, doing some stuff in like 96. Um, So they all kind of went ahead and did um, their own thing. Um, The sisters got back together like the mid 2000s. Um, Denise is no longer part of the group. Not really sure why. So now the group consists of everybody but Denise. 
and uh, they've just been out here in these streets um, being great. They're still amazing singers to this day um, in terms of vocal range. Um, and their sound is very distinctive. Um, they do a lot of riffs and, you know, growls. And it's very, like, extra, their music um, and the way they sing. Like, if you're more of a one-tone, one-note kind of person, the Clark Sisters probably isn't for you. But if you're into some dynamic singing and you want to hear a lot of runs and riffs, and that might be for you. So um, Dorinda is considered like a alto soprano. Um, Jackie's considered an alto tenor. Denise, who doesn't sing with them anymore, was a soprano, like piercing soprano, um, as described here. Um, Twinkie, um, she's, you know, kind of the all-purpose one. She can sing all the notes because she plays the piano, so she hears them all, so she can sing them all. So come through Twinkie with the vocals. And um, Karen is the um, soprano of the group um, now that Debbie's gone. I guess she was like a soprano the whole time, but now she's the main one. Um, Karen's probably the one most people have heard of um, when it comes to singing. Um because she's, I think she's the most extra of the singers, of the of the Clark sister singers. But uh, she does a great job. I mean, to be, you know, in their sixties and still be singing down like how they do, I can't even be mad. Can't even be mad. But they're still going strong. And like I mentioned earlier, they have a movie coming out, um, Clark sisters first ladies of gospel, which is being produced by some other fabulous women, Queen Latifah, Missy Elliott, and Mary J. Blige. They are the executive producers of the movie. And it will star some other amazing black women, Anjanou Ellis as um, Maddie, Kloss, Maddie Moss Clark. And if you don't know Anjanou Ellis, Anjanou Ellis is um, the woman who played um, Yusuf's mother in When They See Us. Um, that's her. Angela Burchett is going to play Jackie Clark Chisholm. Raven Goodwin, who was um, Nisi on Being Mary Jane. She's going to play Denise Clark Bradford. Christina Bell is going to be Twinkie Clark. Shalea, who um, was our artist spotlight earlier today, is going to be Dorinda Clark Cole. And Kiara Sheard, um, who is also a gospel singer, is going to be playing her mother, Karen Clark Sheard. So um, I'm very excited to see this uh, movie. And um, Kiara Sheard, she could sing down. So I'm ready to see how she does her mother in the um, in the movie. So, yeah, shout out to the Clark sisters who forever changed not just the music game, but the gospel um, arena in general. Many of the artists that are out today in the gospel world uh, are copying the Clarks. And um, even if you're not a big Christian or any of those things, you know who they are and you respect them. Um, Jay-Z actually featured them on um, the 444 album. Um, and you would think Jay-Z's not somebody who has any idea who the Clark sisters are, but apparently he did. He put some respect on their name and their vocals and included them on his last album. So, word. yes. Shouts out to the Clark sisters for Women's History Month. Word, word, word. Word. I'm going to go right into our BLMT tips. Word. Our BLMT tips is to be mindful and to think about getting a project management tool. Mm -hmm. We spoke about before about a CRM, but mm -hmm. a project management tool is effective. A uh, project management tool, you can list down all your jobs and the people, if you have a, especially if you have something to do consulting or you're working with other customers, they can see the process mm -hmm. of how, what step you are in the process. Mm -hmm. And they can approve or not approve certain things. So, like for instance, um, I do graphic design, so I might show 
all right, I'm at this step. I showed you approve. I need you to approve it. You approve it on the project management. I go to the next step mm. and do this. Or you can also request jobs on there. So it's a good way to like, especially if you have people who are under a contract or anything like that, to like request jobs from you quickly, and they can. It, it's a good way to manage that in terms mm-hmm. of product. Um, the tool that I currently are using is I, I was I started using Basecamp but I did recently start getting into Trello. Trello? Trello. Okay. Um Trello is another one. Um uh but it's a it's a, like I say it's a good tools. Look into them. They both have, have apps where you can just kind of just um attach um send emails to people um so they can stay updated about what's going on. What's going on. So I I would like you can even have a close where you have um any person you're in contract with, they have to download Trello so they can send you jobs that way. It's just to keep everything streamlined. Word. Paperwork is always the key. Always want to keep things in order and streamlined, especially with customers. Number one, it shows professionalism. Number two, it just makes sure that everything is um, said that this is done at this time. This has a deadline so that no one is confused about when things should be done. Mm-hmm. All right. Word. And that is your that is very productive. T-tips. T-tips, T-tips, T-tips. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Oh, yeah. Please subscribe to All of No Fear PCAST.com. All of No Fear Okay. I'm rocking. <laughs> I might cut that. I, I might cut that and make it a drop. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, sure. Have have a blast. Yes. Have a blast. Cut it, make a drop. All right. Um. Cut but um. Please subscribe to or subscribe subscribe at the um or the the um what's it called the social media things. Yeah. Uh, Instagram. Twitter, Twitter Facebook, the, the Facebook, all the things. Um. Also, please come to my event. Yes, don't our forget, event, it's coming up this Saturday. week, Saturday, March 7th, we will be from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. You made that up about that long. It does not be that long. Isn't that what it says on the flyer? It just says 1 p.m. Oh, I thought it said 1 to 4. I could have sworn that's what it said when I looked at it. It starts at 1. I do know that. Okay. I could have sworn it said 1 to 4, but I could be wrong. Anyway, it starts at 1. Um, it's going to be at the EOC of Nassau County in Hempstead, 134 Jackson Street, Hempstead, New York. It's starting at 1 p.m. And we will be discussing the book, um, Jay-Z Made Made in America by By Michael Michael Eric Dyson. Dyson. Who like the status, that means it's going to be fly. Yes. That like the status, that means it's going to be fly. Yes. Yes. Um, That is correct. So if you have not um, RSVP'd yet, get into it. Please go ahead and do so. This doesn't mean that you can't. Um, you can just come. Also. Come, just if you decide on that it's day. Just, it would just be helpful. But it so, would be so helpful for your account. Yes, for you to RSVP. So, um, so we know how many people to prepare for. All right. Anything else? No, that is it. All right. So we'll catch you later. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of you. Word We're going to work, coming from work. From yes, we appreciate you for listening. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes, tell the friends, tell your friends, and we will catch you later. All right, all right, peace. So now we will bid, bid you adieu. That was not.
what I wanted to do. I don't know what happened. So I don't have headphones on. Yes. Bye. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear podcast. Podcast. Uh huh. Uh huh. All Love Oh No Fear podcast.